Do you love movies? Do you love TV? Do you love when people give their opinions about your favorite movies and TV shows? Then you'll love Nadie and Katie and the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third part of this three-part season finale of Nadie and Katie at the movies. I'm your host, Nadie, of course, and with me, as always, usually, just not on this episode, is Katie. Katie couldn't make it for this third and final part of the season finale because, you know, hashtag busy life. So I don't blame her at all. So I'm going to take you on this review of Hawkeye, the show based on the character that Katie and I have probably talked the least about because it has been our least favorite character in all of the Avengers movies, TV shows, all that fun stuff. But surprisingly, I really liked this show. I really, really enjoyed it. I did not think I was going to like it as much as I did because as I stated before, Hawkeye isn't my favorite character. If anything, he was my least favorite character. But I think this show really redeemed this character very much. And so I'll go straight into the synopsis of this show. So this takes place two years after Avengers Endgame. Spider-Man Far From Home has already occurred. Spider-Man No Way Home, which Katie and I reviewed past episodes. So go back and listen to that because everything I could say I've already said in that episode. So go ahead and listen to it. So this show, Hawkeye, takes place two years after Endgame, as I stated before. In this show, we're introduced to Kate Bishop. And so this show starts basically during the whole fight during the first Avengers movie, when the Jatari, Jatari, whatever, those aliens came and attacked New York. Well, unbeknownst to us, the fans, Kate Bishop was living in New York when all this is happening with her mother, played by Vera Farmiga from the Conjuring movies. She plays Kate Bishop's mother, and her father was also living there as well. During this whole battle, of course, their building was basically destroyed. Her father was tragically killed during this accident, and so it has been Kate Bishop and her mother, Eleanor, for all of these years. Her mother gets together with Jack Duquesne, something. She gets together with him. She is engaged to this guy. Kate Bishop is kind of suspicious of Jack, and they go to this party, and she finds out that Jack kind of is involved in some shady stuff. And there's all these people there dressed up in these suits and these dresses. And it's kind of like the black market. And they're betting on all of these artifacts, items. And one of these artifacts just happens to be the Ronin outfit. Now, if you know Avengers Endgame, you know that Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye, takes on this persona of Ronin where he goes out and he just kills people. He kills people. He kills people. He kills people. So they're trying to take bids on this item before a bid can actually be made. 
these people rush in. They call them the tracksuit mafia. And they basically try to go in and they try to take the Ronin outfit. Well, before they can do that, Kate Bishop takes it first and goes out and runs away, gets away from the tracksuit mafia and is met by Hawkeye. And Hawkeye's like, what's going on here? Basically, the whole series is Kate Bishop running away from the tracksuit mafia and Hawkeye trying to figure out who is behind all of this. You get introduced to Maya Lopez, who later on will become the character Echo. And you're introduced to Kazi, who is known as the clown in the comics. But they kind of don't really go that much in depth with his character, which a lot of people were kind of disappointed with. But the reason they kind of shied away from giving him a higher villain status is because spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I was super excited about this. They reintroduce Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. Kingpin, played by Vincent D'Onofrio, who played this character in the Netflix series Daredevil into the MCU via the show Hawkeye. And to say I was super excited that they were doing that would be an understatement. I think Vincent D'Onofrio did an amazing job playing the character in Daredevil. And I think he did a great job bringing this character back. A lot of people were disappointed that they kind of watered down the character because now he's being played in a Disney show. I didn't really catch that much. I mean, it was a reintroduction of the character, and so I didn't really think he was going to be doing that much. They kind of reintroduced him basically in the fourth episode because this show only had six episodes. So they kind of reintroduced him slowly but surely starting with the fourth episode. But I loved, I, I just loved seeing him in the show. And they also brought back Yelena Belova, played by Florence Pugh, who played the character in the Black Widow movie. And they hinted that her character was being hired to take out Hawkeye. And so the whole show, you're trying to figure out who hired her. Uh, at first, you know, a lot of people thought it was the What's-Her-Face character that kind of gave her the files. But now you're starting to realize that even she is working with Kingpin, and Kingpin is the one who hired Yelana to take out Hawkeye. And so Hawkeye and her have this epic fight scene near the end of the series. And it kind of ends with Hawkeye explaining exactly what happened to Black Widow and Yelana kind of coming to terms with the truth. And so she ends up obviously not killing Hawkeye. And Maya slash Echo also has a vendetta against Hawkeye because she knows that Ronan killed her father and she didn't understand why. And so she was going after whoever Ronan was. And then she finds out obviously that Clint AKA Hawkeye was Ronan. So she goes after him and tries to kill him. And then he basically confronts her and says, I was being used by Kingpin. And the reason that means so much to Maya is because after her father died, Kingpin was kind of seen as her uncle. And so Kingpin raised her from a child to where she is now, which is why she's been so loyal to him. I thought they did really well with this show. I think Haley Steinfeld 
did amazing as Kate Bishop. I'm super excited to see the future of where she's going to go because by the end of the series, they kind of hint that Hawkeye is basically going to be really retiring this time, kind of handing the arrow baton over to Kate Bishop. And so I'm really excited about that. You also find out that Eleanor was working with Kingpin because Kate's father owed him a lot of money. And so she was working with Kingpin and kind of had someone killed for Kingpin. So they kind of revealed episode five, I believe, that she was a big bad character. It was just really good to see Vincent D'Onofrio back as Kingpin. Just like it was really good to see Charlie Cox as Daredevil in Spider-Man No Way Home. It was just really good to see these characters, these actors who portrayed these characters so well back playing those characters again because I would have felt really bad and I think it would have been a really big disservice to the fans of the Daredevil show if they ever tried to recast these characters. And so it was really good to see them and I'm really excited to see where they go with the characters because near the end of episode six, Maya confronts Kingpin in an alley. You think it's going to be a heartfelt scene and then she pulls out a gun They take the camera out of the alley so you don't see them anymore, but you hear a gunshot and you hear a thud. And a lot of people who don't know the comics were very, very upset because they were like, why would you bring in Kingpin just to kill him off? Well, apparently there's a storyline in the comics where Echo, Maya, shoots Kingpin, but it blinds him. Because if you watch the show, you'll realize... He is super strong, a lot stronger than he was in Daredevil. And he can take a lot more of a punch, of a kick, of a hit than he ever could in Daredevil. And so to think that he could, you know, he takes a, he takes an arrow to the chest and basically just pulls it out of him. So I think, you know, just by seeing all that, people shouldn't be worried about Kingpin being dead. I don't think he's dead. And so I'm really excited about that. And also they kind of hinted at the end that Clint Barton's uh, wife, it was an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. It's Agent 19, which apparently in the comics is Mockingbird, which was played by somebody else in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The actress who played Bobby was Mockingbird. So a lot of people were kind of conflicted on that. Because I still believe that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. could be canon in the MCU. Especially with the multiverse and everything. So that's a whole lot of information. The only thing I was kind of disappointed in is if you've seen Spider-Man No Way Home. At the end of the movie, Peter Parker, who now no one knows, is swinging through New York. And he swings by the Rockefeller Christmas tree. And if you watch Hawkeye, you'll see that this show probably is really close after No Way Home. So I was really hoping to see Spider-Man show up, but he didn't. And I was okay with it. I was kind of disappointed, but it didn't like, I didn't cry about it. But yeah, I would highly recommend you watch Hawkeye. All six episodes are on Disney Plus, so you can check it out. And with that, we have reached the end of our MCU list. Now, as I stated in the first episode, 
This does not mean that we will not be watching Marvel movies anymore. We just won't be dedicating full-out episodes to Marvel movies because we got to move on to something for our second season. We finally made it to our second season, which will be our next episode, whenever that is. We're probably going to take another bit of a break because hopefully I'll be moving sometime soon. So yeah, we'll probably be taking a little bit of a break again just to mentally prepare ourselves for what we're going to be watching next. And that's going to be Star Wars. That's right. We're going to be watching all of the Star Wars movies and TV shows in chronological order. It's a big feat. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. I'm super excited to watch this alongside Katie because I don't think she's as big of a Star Wars fan as I am. I mean, I'm not a super, super Star Wars fan, but I really have enjoyed all of the Star Wars movies and majority of the shows I've actually never watched. So that's going to be fun too. So one out of six, I can't believe this is the final time I'm going to be doing this. (laughs) Wish Katie was here. But out of one through six Infinity Stones, I would give Hawkeye a five. The only reason I'm not giving it a six or a 5.5 is because of my slight disappointment in the fact that Spider-Man was not in this episode. And they kind of set it up that he should have been there. But he wasn't there. So that's why I'm going to give it that. Also, something really quick. I also thought there was one episode in particular where Hawkeye is in New York and he goes to this garden's place and he's trying to find information about Jack and he runs into these real-life RPG people, RPGs, role-playing games, and they're all like in this field and they're acting like they're fighting each other with these fake swords and weapons and stuff. And in order for him to get the information he needs to Clint has to join the fight and I thought that was hilarious I thought that was great so that's it folks that's it wow so you'll find out what our first homework assignment for the second season is going to be when we start watching Star Wars and so in the immortal words of Porky Pig as all folks. Thanks for listening to Nady and Katie at the movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you wish for us to watch, you can contact us at nadyandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.